Welcome to another edition of Compelled. I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. All right. And who are we going to be talking about today? Well, this has been on our mind, which is the Uber thing. Um, 103 Uber drivers have been accused of sexual assault or abuse um, in wake of Uber's new Facebook-style ads of, we promise to be better. <laughs> Those commercials where, hi, I'm the new CEO of Uber, and sure, you know, thing we're changing things not not like dominoes yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we took the cardboard out of our dough yeah we're, we're <laughs> changing things we're 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 doing things different now and blah 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 you know it's all it's it's all hearsay it's all pr bullshit yeah it's all lip service is what it is yeah and um the facebook did the same thing after uh after um the uh the, the news or the uh, the people sharing thing, the information, yeah, the yeah. information thing. I, I just can't remember the name of it right now. Privacy, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it is still happening, and you know, again, six weeks, right? Yep. It's that six weeks thing. Just like look look <laughs> at uh, Volkswagen. Oh well, Volkswagen in, in big trouble again. <laughs> they they haven't gotten out of trouble. Yeah. So that like the stuff that happens here, six weeks. Mm-hmm. But like Volkswagen, Volkswagen keeps popping up in the news yeah. every every three months mm-hmm. about what what they've done three months ago. You know what yeah. they you know what they've done prior. Yeah, in in the however much time plus all the shit that they got that they that they did bad going back to the beginning of time. <laughs> so every time an article pops up about Volkswagen, like these people have a fucking hard on for Volkswagen for some reason. Yeah, but uh, the European Union. They are just hammering the shit out of that company. I kind of don't blame them after watching that documentary about so, it. That's some deceptive shit, man. Yeah, well, they continue to do that deceptive shit. So um, after an evening of cocktails in San so Diego. So it's far from over. Really? I'm sorry. Sorry. Choose wisely. Why? Because you always do that when I start off doing stuff. Well, you went really quick into the... Okay, yeah. so you should have held it. I can't do you, that. that. Yeah, that, see, that's, that's, that's how you... F- that's an impulse control thing, man. I, learn. Yes, learn. Yes, yes, yes. After an evening of cocktails in San Diego, a woman got into the back of an Uber for a ride home. She was so intoxicated, she had to ask the driver to stop so she could vomit. She then passed out in the back seat. Uh, when she regained consciousness, the Uber driver was on top of her, raping her a block from her home, according to the police report, and two sources familiar with the investigation. This... This article took place back in April, by the way. Police later arrested the Uber driver, David John David Sanchez, who is 54. They searched his computer, and they found videos of Sanchez raping women and abusing young teenagers dating back at least five years. Fuck. Yeah. In November... These people are out there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this is April 30th, 2018, so I don't understand how they could go in November. So... I'm going to have to say this is like a year ago when this happened because that doesn't make any sense for CNN to say in November Sanchez was sentenced to 80 years in prison for the rape of the Uber passenger and 33 other counts against him, including sexual assaults of at least nine other women and children. Sanchez drugged many of his victims. Uh, A CNN quote-unquote investigation uh, has found that Sanchez is just one of at least 100 100 other Uber drivers how would you have enough time to uh, to drug some drug someone on an Uber ride? That's what I'm wondering because uh, I do a ride sharing thing. That's not Uber. Put, <laughs> and, it, in, put, put and, it in the water. And most rides only last usually between ten and twenty minutes at the most. Um, put I, it in the water. You see what I mean, though. How long does it take for someone to pass out? Like, say, when you take ibuprofen, well, again, it takes like it a half an hour. Doesn't say that he was drugging his victims as an Uber driver. He drugged many of his victims. Well, they're using that as the, his his platform. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, 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 I maybe no, it's no, a dumb no, assumption. No, that's, but th- it, no, that's not, you. You missed a whole major point of this. He was sentenced to eighty years for the rape of the Uber passenger mm-hmm. and thirty three other counts against him. Yeah, including sexual assaults of at least nine other women and children. That there's no mention of Uber in there. Now, I'm not saying that he wasn't doing Uber at the time yeah. or any other drive sharing, you know, things, but why can't they just call it taxiing? <laughs> is it really that difficult? Just say private taxi. Why don't you just say ride sharing? Independent taxi because ride sharing sounds like when they change the names of things that they don't need to change. 
I, who cares? I'm not going to get into the minutia. No one's sharing my ride with me. They're paying me to give them a ride. I don't give a shit about the ride. fucking minutia of it. I don't <laughs> care. When it's, that's not important right now. What's important is we don't know if, but it, the, the easiest way to do it is to drug any of the water. Yeah. And, you know. The water bottles and stuff. And, and it takes a couple of minutes. So he maybe he timed it to where he knew exactly how long it was going to take for someone to black out. Like, like take an extra, like, Mile detour or some shit. No, he would only take rides that would only go X amount of miles instead of instead of That's fucking right. around with that. Perverts are methodical, aren't they? Very. Yeah. <laughs> Not just predators are methodical. A CNN investigation found that he was one of a hundred other Uber drivers plus who have been accused of sexually assaulting or abusing passengers in the past four years. Uh, the drivers who were arrested um, are wanted by police. The drivers were arrested are wanted by police, or have been named in civil suits. Related to the incidences, 31 other drivers have been convicted for crimes ranging from forcible touching and false imprisonment to rape, and dozens of criminal and civil cases are pending. There is no publicly available data for the number of sexual assaults by Uber drivers or for drivers of other rideshare companies, which is not true. There is public available data because... <clears throat> you can look it up. Um, the analysis comes from in-depth review of police reports, federal courts, and county court databases for 20 major cities. So that would be, that's publicly available data, by the way. If CNN can read it, then we can. Yeah. So, again, I, I don't care much about CNN. I think most of their reporting is, is lacking and it's crap, but um, we're just going to start here. Um, a woman from Miami had left her kids with a grandmother and went to a bar with a friend. She took an Uber home. She passed out along the way, woke up next morning with her pants and underwear on the floor. Mm -hmm. The driver allegedly carried her into her apartment, threw her onto the bed, and assaulted her. Um, she is a plaintiff in a proposed class action lawsuit against Uber. You were pretty much hitchhiking with strangers, she told CNN. How many people is it going to take to get assaulted before something is done? According to police, the driver told them he knew the victim had been drinking and was wrong for what he did, and he pleaded not guilty for sexual battery. But he did it anyways. <coughs> um, a woman in Long Beach um, who alleges she fell asleep intoxicated in the back of an Uber in 2016 uh, woke up with the driver assaulting her. The driver was found the next day with her phone and later arrested. He claimed the sex was consensual and the district attorney dropped a criminal case against him. She's suing Uber over the incident and for reporting its services as safe. Now, let's look at this one. Let's look at these last two, which is... According to police, the driver, this is the one where the lady, uh, it was in Miami. Um, the, she woke up the next morning with her pants and underwear on the floor. Um, and then according to police, the driver told them he knew the victim had been drinking and was wrong for what he did. But he pleaded not guilty for sexual battery. That, that's because he was probably uh, like, I know he did a bad thing. You know, like, like when he's in the moment talking to the cops. You know, because he doesn't want them to beat on him or whatever or, or, you know, belittle him as much. So he just, you know, owns it at that moment. Yeah, he doesn't want to get his ass beat down. Yeah. I knew it was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's pathetic. Yeah. But you still plead not guilty. Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, now, you know, when he gets an attorney and, you know, the attorney has, you know, bigger balls than him, maybe. So. She was drunk and he fucked her. Oh, yeah. And, no, and, and they're going to, and what they're going to do is they're going to try to, you know, push the fact that. She went to a bar with a friend mm -hmm. and left her kids with their grandmother. Yeah. So she abandoned, you know, like she abandoned oh, yeah. her kids. Oh, yeah. They always, and they're just going to fucking belittle the That's the, the world shit we live them, in. Right? It's like they, was, they, they used to just be in a courtroom where they used to spin shit to work into their own, uh, you know, uh, point of view or whatever. But <laughs> now they do that with everything. They turn, they flip truth into shit. They've been doing that for ages. Oh, it's more blatant now, it seems like. Just more it in seems, your face. but no, it's Because of this not. day and age of all the information that's available. They, they, they've always done that. <clears throat> um, then you have the lady from Long Beach who fell asleep in the back of a car because she was drunk uh, and was found the next day with her, um, and she woke up with a driver assaulting her, and he, and he was found the next day with her phone. He was found with her phone. And later arrested. He claimed the sex was consensual, and the district attorney dropped a criminal case against him. And, and you know what? I mean, we, we've been seeing this time and time again. And we had recorded this previously where I went into this whole thing of he claimed the sex was consensual, and the district attorney dropped a criminal case against him <clears throat> because I didn't do any research, and I wanted, to, I wanted to do some research. Why did he have her phone? Why would a district attorney drop a 
If the victim refuses to cooperate, the prosecuting attorney may be forced to drop the charges. This happens when the case was built largely around the victim without much other evidence. (coughs) The reason why I'm bringing this up is important because... You may need a charge dropped by the prosecutor or you may need a charge dismissed by the prosecutor through the court can also dismiss a charge that the prosecutor has made a fundamental legal error in the case. <laughs> uh, as for prosecutors, uh, as for why prosecutors drop charges, that can be due to many factors. Among them is when a victim is in a criminal charge, a victim around whom the case is built decides not to cooperate. The victim may have changed his or her mind, and then it's pointless for the prosecutor to proceed with more evidence. Uh, Insufficient evidence, Fourth Amendment violations, which protect citizens against unlawful searches and seizures. Uh, Procedural issues, police and prosecutors must follow strict criminal procedures when arresting, booking, and interrogating, setting bail or hearing. Lack of resources and willingness to cooperate. (coughs) In this case, um, I would assume, and I probably shouldn't, that if the district attorney dropped a criminal case against him, it was because of uh, the, the, the the person didn't want to uh, continue on. Willingness to cooperate is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, then she goes, you don't think it will happen to you. I still feel ashamed. That's why I'm here. I want a voice. I'm tired of being quiet. She's suing Uber over the incident and for representing it, its services as safe. I already read that. <laughs> um, there may be insufficient evidence as well. But, yeah, I mean, if there's a willing, if there's unwillingness to cooperate, then they, there's nothing they can do. Like a he said, she th- said thing, because you know he says it was consensual, she says it wasn't. But that's not unwillingness to cooperate. Unwillingness to cooperate means I don't want to give any. I don't want to go through with this. I don't want to do this. It's not not the he said, she said thing, because they they go through that he said, she said in in the courtroom, and and while it's a fucking hassle, it's got to be done. So yeah, but that's that's not what they they don't give a shit about the he said, she said. Somebody's not willing to cooperate, <laughs> and my guess it's her. And then she and she may be doing it because of her attorney saying, "Well, don't cooperate. Let's just go after Uber." What if uh, What if Uber got involved and said that if uh, the pro- told the prosecutor if he takes it to trial, that they're going to throw all their guns at it? Um, and he that's that's akin to tampering, mm-hmm. and um, that's that's disbarment. So. Well, it's all a big a game sense. anyway, you know. Well, no, not really. There, there are rules, just like in baseball. There's rules, and there's the, uh, there's the uh, non-written rules. Mm-hmm. Like if you fuck with another team and you get, and you get pegged, yeah, by by another guy. Yep. That you know you get beaned. Yep. That's that's your fault. That's the way it goes. You know, that's it's going yeah. to happen. Yeah, you step on a first baseman's fucking uh, ankle, and no. you didn't need to. No, no, you deserve to get beaned. No, no. <laughs> no, good try, but no. We're talking about like you know fights and shit like that. Yeah, you know, but you know this the thing that happened with CC Sabathia when he gave up five hundred thousand dollars and he beamed beamed a fucking uh, opposing player. Yeah, um, you know that it was you know, there was reasons for that. It wasn't for stepping on somebody's toes. Um, but my guess is that her attorney may have said, "Hey, instead of going after him because." You know that's useless. Why don't you go after Uber? And she may have just said, "I don't. I'm not interested. I'm going to go after Uber for this." So that's probably why they dropped the cases. They dropped the criminal case against him, and then they could probably pick up the criminal case later or add that in while she's suing Uber. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> um, the issue of sexual assault conflicts with Uber's brand messaging to provide a safe ride home. Of course it does. Its print and digital ads show women taking Ubers for nights out in a partnership with Mothers Against Drunk Driving, which you've heard me rail on. Before includes a designated rider campaign urging users to take an Uber to avoid driving under the influence. Um, it's not a partnership with Mothers Against Drunk Driving. <clears throat> They're paying Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And Mothers Against Drunk Driving says it's, it's, it's a nonprofit. It's bullshit. That's a for-profit organization. In my personal opinion, if you are coherent enough to order an Uber or a Lyft ride, you are coherent enough to notify a friend of yours or somebody that you know that you are going to be getting a ride and to check on you for when you get home. But you're you're relying on the human condition. Yeah. So who the fuck is going to check on you? How many people check on you when you get home? I'm a guy. I don't have to worry about. It doesn't matter. Shit. How many people check on you when you get home? No one. No one. I'm not at risk of being raped though if I get in the you car. You don't know that. <laughs> Come on, man. No, seriously. If I walk down your street, if I walk down downtown dude, Auburn dude, right dude, now, dude, there's fucking crazy people all over the place. Who gives a shit? 
if you walk down this place or that place. Anything could happen at any point in time, any, get, any yes, given Sunday. but you are aware that the odds of it happening more to a woman are way higher than they are for a man. Yeah, understandable. We don't know what the odds are between a man and a woman because we don't have the data. There's no real accurate well, I mean, data for how many men get I mean, raped. This article is specifically talking <laughs> about women being abused on Uber rides. You don't, you're not hearing articles about men being abused on, on Uber. Because you're rides. not going to hear articles about men being abused. It's just the way it is. That's the society we live in. Yeah. I did hear, though, from a fellow rideshare driver <laughs> that um, he drives in the Bay Area, and he said that gay men are the most aggressive. Drunk gay men are extremely aggressive. Right. And that uh, he said he's had, to, he's had to report a few times. So... Especially when they're around their their straight friends, like their straight straight female friends, they get extremely grabby and 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 um, uh, over the line. So, why is it that it's that women have to I mean, women have to take everybody has to take precautions? Yes. Well, why is it that you're saying that it's up to the person who if they can order a, an Uber? Yeah. Even if they did or didn't. Yeah. They can order an Uber, then it's up to them to make sure that their friends know where they are at all times. What I'm saying is that we live in a day and age where... The Why po- are you putting this on the victim? That's what I'm asking. Okay. If, if this victim, if the victim gets victimized, <laughs> it, it, it still doesn't deserve it. It doesn't matter what she's done. It doesn't deserve it happening to her. But because of the, of, of the fact that everyone who has a brain in their heads now with all this information we're, we're, uh, that's available to us now, all of us know pretty much the, the chances of something happening, especially if you're a female and you're drunk and you're getting picked up in the it's middle of the, the night. Fu- okay. Instead of, instead of going... You wanted to go here, so I'm going Instead of going here. this entire fucking route of driving from California to Massachusetts, okay? You asked. Give me... Give me, give me the the fucking shortened version of your lengthy essay. Okay. Um, even though you don't deserve to be assaulted, it is your responsibility to try to take a little bit of an extra precaution to protect yourself. Okay. That's it. There's no. Cold- so e- even if they're drunk. Yes. It's not the responsibility of the person that may be the predator to not do that stuff. Oh, of course, the predator is a piece of shit and needs to go down big time. And no one should ever do that to another human being. So when you're inebriated and you don't yes. have fully functioning facilities. But you're functional enough to order a fucking lift ride. Again, you don't know that. Maybe their friends did it. Okay. So then their friends, if they their, their friends cared it enough to matter. order them a ride. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking they matter. They should be checking on them. It doesn't matter. That will help out with any How do you cases. know that their friends haven't gone home and gone to bed? You can't just blanket statement this shit. You can't say it's this, 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 and this. That's perfect world. We don't live in a perfect world. We live in a world of human condition where hardly anybody checks on anybody anymore. Hardly. Okay. Do you know why I have a five-star rating as a driver? I Do you want my real answer or do you want... No, because you're going to give me some fucking asshole conceited fucking r- I, answer. I, I know why you have a five-star rating. Joe, we're not talking about you. You're a responsible person. You're not a fucking... You, you don't have a fucking problem in your brain where any time that you see a woman, mm. you want to gangbang or rape her. Defile, yes. Um, but I'm all about safety. So, like, say if I drop a woman off at 2 o'clock in the morning and it's dark as fuck in a bad neighborhood, I will say to her, I'm not going to drive away until I see that you've gotten into your house. Which is still creepy as is shit. Is that okay? And I say, is that Okay. I say, and I first thing I say is for safety reasons, and they say yes, thank you very much. Okay, but it's still creepy. And also, I've said things like, "Have you called your friends, or your, you know, your friends gonna you gonna check on your friends?" Right. But you know? Joe, we're not talking about you. Okay, we're not talking about the one percent or the five percent of Uber drivers or whoever mm-hmm. that actually fucking take the time to help their customers. We're not talking about you. We're talking about the one percent, the five percent that don't give a fuck and have no guilty conscience. Hey, for the sake of my own ego, okay, while I blow my own horn, I'm saying that because I'm a diamond in the fucking rough when it comes to this industry... Okay, stop breaking your own fucking... Okay. Stop breaking your arm, patting yourself on the back. Since I'm such a fucking rarity, and the odds of you running into me are very slim, you should take more precaution. Again, when you don't have the mental facilities to do that, how do they do that? How do they do that? 
I keep telling giving you the answer and you keep ignoring it. No, I'm not ignoring it. If you have the capability to Wrong. order a ride. Wrong. I just asked you the question, which is if they don't have the mental facilities, how do they do that? Not not the well, if they were able to dial Uber, because you don't know if they were able to dial Uber, or they have the app and they just click on the app and press another button. That's not really having a mental facility. You can press a button and see and fucking, oh, maybe I have to press this button. Or one of their friends did it for them. If you don't have the mental facilities to do it, how do you protect yourself? Why do we have gun control laws? Why do we have other laws? If you don't have, I'm going to keep repeating this until you actually answer the question. If you don't have the mental facilities to protect yourself, mm-hmm. how do you do it? Then maybe don't get so fucking drunk. Doesn't matter. Again, that's not an answer. It's not? No. If you don't have the mental facilities to protect yourself, how do you do it? You're trusting a stranger <sighs> to... You can't answer the question because you don't know the answer to the question. Is yeah, right. Sure. Is that correct? Or yes, are yeah, you yeah. Just, you're, you're correct, Mike. There you go. You I'm asking you, you that? a you're fucking correct? question, Joe. I've asked you the same question four times, and you've given me four different answers. I don't know. I'm trying to make you happy, I guess. I don't want you to make me happy. I want you to answer the question. If they're so fucked up that they can't It doesn't matter if they're themselves. fucked up, but yeah, if, they're, if, if they are unable to protect themselves, how do they do it? How do they do it? They can't. Right. So, so here, here we are yes. judging them. Mm-hmm. On whether or not they should take an Uber and saying, well, maybe you shouldn't do this or maybe you shouldn't do that or whatever. We don't live in the world of rainbows <laughs> and lollipops, okay? There are fucking monsters out there. I understand that, and if, Joe, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's if, what I've been trying to tell if you. If you're a female and you go out in public and you drink, you should have a line and you should stop at that line. You should not there, get so fucked up. Dude, you can't do that. You can't dictate what someone's going to do. No, no, no. You yourself can dictate it. You're, you're saying yes. that they should have a line, which means that you're dictating to them how they should live their lives. You can't do that. People it, are going to do what they want to do until they're done doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yes, you're right. You're, so, you're right. Yes. Yeah. So dictating how people should live their lives is out of the question. You can't, you can't put that in there. Okay, then. How do people protect themselves when they are obviously unable to do so. In that moment, you mean? In, in any moment, really, yeah, but yeah. I don't know shit yourself. I don't fucking know. Bring a friend with you. Always ride with somebody. Okay, well, if they have... do So it's okay to have that mental capacity, but not... No, the know. other person... The other person that knows that you're fucking drunk and can't take care of yourself... Yes. There should be someone that should be with you if you're that drunk. If your friends are that, if you have friends are that that are that concerned, like we'll, we'll take this lady right here. I hate it when you get the fucking the easy answer, and it's just well, you're you're the one that overthinks everything. Well, because it, it pisses me off because I already do that when I when I drop people off. If I drop off a female that's by herself, I say, "Are you meeting friends?" So that you have someone to be with, you know. And they say usually they say yes. I'm meeting my friends here. I say okay, good. So <laughs> I, I generally I try not to ask those types of questions of people because that's that seems I always say creepy. for safety reasons. It doesn't matter. It always seems creepy. Nah, I don't. I, I you, look. You, you, it's you, dude. I'm not. I'm not judging you. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah, I, you're creepy. <laughs> no. Okay. So um, what are you doing later? <laughs> so this lady, the woman from Miami who left her kids with a grandmother and took an Uber home, she passed yeah. out, and the driver took her to his or her place. I don't know. <laughs> she went out. To a bar with a friend. Yeah. She took an Uber home. Why didn't her friend drive her home? Or why didn't her friend drive the Uber with her or get into an Uber with her? That's my question. And, you know, I mean, the easy answer is maybe she did take an Uber home or maybe she was with another friend or or her boyfriend was picking her up or whatever. It doesn't matter. I have an incident that I can bring up from about a month ago that's similar to this. Okay. I get a ping and I pick up three people. I pick up a lady, two ladies and one dude, and I'm just taking them a few miles in the, through the city downtown to another to another club. And when we get to the club, the one the lady who orders the ride, she gets out with her friends, and, but the her friend the girl in the back is too drunk and she doesn't want to go. Can't get her out of the car. So, she asks me, "Can you please take my friend down to the hotel, the one that's by Old Sack?" Right? And it's only, and I look at the thing, and it's like 1.7 miles from where we're at. It's not a long ride. I say, 
sure, no problem at all. I'll drop her off, and I'll end the ride when I just want to drop her off. Okay, thank you very much. All right, she goes in. On the ride there, I don't even, I didn't even fucking hear it. But on the ride there, she rolls the window down, and she vomits all over herself and on my door and out on the side of my car. Okay. And it really sucked was it was right before 2, 2 a.m. where the rush is, the surge rush, where you make a lot of money, extra money. So I drop her. I'm pulling in, and I don't even notice it until I'm pulling into the the um, the drop-off area of the front of the hotel, you know, where you can see security and everything. And I look back there, and I go, oh. <laughs> and she's just like, <laughs> right? And I get out, and I grab, I grab my baby wipes. I grab plastic bags and she she has enough coherence to be able to stand up and get out and she sees that she's vomited and most of it's not in my car it's on the side of my car on the outside and it's a little speckles here and there and so she gets out and she goes no i'm gonna help i'm gonna help so she takes i hand her baby wipes and she starts wiping this shit up and while that's happening i go to the security guard in that's standing in the in the main office there and i say Okay, she's going to room so and so. Can you please make sure that she gets there? And I'm also going to call her friend on the on the app, and I'm going to let her know that I also did this as well. And so I did that, and I did that all with the security guard witnessing it and everything like that. And um, what pissed me off thinking about it was her because when I tried to call her friend, her friend didn't answer, which I understandable at the time because she was in the club. Okay, kind of hard to hear your phone when you're in the club and you're drunk, but it still pissed me off because. Um, if your friend's that drunk, I, I just I don't think that you should leave them with a fucking stranger, who was me, to drop them off at a hotel, even if it's only a mile down the road. I agree. You know what I mean? It's she. Sh- what she should have done was, can we make a detour? We drop my friend off real quick, and then we go back to the club. Can we do that? I would have said, yeah, I would have been okay with that as well. But that's just me. I don't know about other drivers because other drivers are, are selfish and they want to move on to their next ride. So. Um, but, yeah, I'm just saying, I had that incident, but I also covered my ass on everything. I covered everything because I even called her and let her know. I said, I dropped your friend off security, blah, 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 and everything was fine. You know, I, I had to go home and spend 45 minutes cleaning my fucking car, but it got cleaned and, you know, I kept driving. So, okay. Um, what I'm trying to say is that there's some people that just don't, they're in their moment and they're not even thinking about the, you know, down the road or the, the the repercussions of decisions that they're making. That's what I've been saying. The human condition is, and it's it's so it. People need to take more precautions. They really do. And, you know, and I look, they don't care, and, and, Joe. Okay, whatever. But in look, and no one deserves to anything bad that happens to them. They still don't fucking deserve it. Okay, I'm not saying that anyone deserves this shit to be to be mistreated like this. But God damn it, man! People have to pay more fucking attention if you're going to go out at night. You're going to be out with your friends or you're not going to be out with your friends. Make sure that you take precautions to help so that the odds of it happening to you are way less. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> Never mind. There was an Uber commercial on the TV. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that it's just not going to happen. And it's the responsibility of the company as well. It is. It is it absolutely is. the responsibility and of the company yeah. to do proper background checks on all of these drivers. Yep. And it is the responsibility of the company to provide safe haven mm-hmm. for their riders. I think they need to add something onto the app um, on both Lyft they and did. Uber that um, it's um, like a safety thing. There is already a safety app. Well, there isn't one on the one that's not Uber. It doesn't matter. There's a safety app that actually has an Uber thing for it so that your friends can check in to make sure that you got home. Did you know that? I think I heard something about that for Uber. Yeah, we talked about it the last time. So... Um, and it's not but just for Uber, it's for Uber and Lyft. I had to do my yearly reinspection for mine and my car. And I went up to you know one of the guys, you know, after I passed my inspection, and I said to him, I said, You guys, I think that you guys should your hiring process should be a little more stringent because I've heard from multiple passengers about inappropriate drivers from Uber and Lyft and and other um ride shares. And it's um you know, it, it's not uh, it's not a, a rare thing. It happens, and there's a lot of fucking weirdos out there that are driving cars, driving people around, and doing weird shit, saying weird shit, making people feel really uncomfortable and unsafe. And um, I think that uh, that there should be a lot more in the hiring process besides 
you know, a quick background check, driver's record check, and then me watching a fucking video for 15 minutes and you checking out, you know, me filling out a survey online. There needs to be something else. He goes, look, I agree with you, but right now they just, uh, they, they, I mean, you know, anyone could act like anybody when they're in a meeting. I said, you know, but when they come in, you know, but I said, I go, well, look, I, I just hope you may put the suggestion towards Lyft. Or in where, who, you know, Why don't you send that in an email to the CEO of Uber or Lyft? I don't instead know. of talking to some fucking, you know, corporate flog, <laughs> proletariat flog. Shill. <laughs> yeah, he's a proletariat flog. He doesn't give a shit about what you say. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, it's the truth. I'm not. I'm not saying. You know, what you did was was not unreasonable. Yeah. But you're taking it to the wrong people. No, yeah, no. He actually he gave me um he gave me a, a card for communicating with them. This was last week, so I haven't. Yeah, you just look it up and you go corporate offices for Lyft and you call corporate offices for Lyft. Yeah, I just I haven't I haven't gotten around with it, you know, life shit. So, um, I mean, if it's that important, you would have done it. It is, but it's it's one of those things. I have a million things in my fucking life, and so I prioritize this, I prioritize that, and so sometimes certain things fall by the wayside. So, um. With the with with the ride sharing thing, it's when we're talking about it. Of course, it's 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 prevalent. It's right in the mo- it's right here, at the forefront. But then, yeah, then you know, life goes on. I have to go back to work the next day. I have to make dinner. I have to do all the shit, and then I forget about it. So, um, but yes, I will. Uh, I will. Uh, I will uh, email them. I will definitely send them a message because I don't want to sound like a fucking uh, uh, just a sayer and not a doer with this shit. So, yes, I will. <laughs> Gene Christensen, an attorney with law firm Wigdor LLP, has been pursuing Uber rape and assault cases since 2015 when her firm filed a lawsuit after a high-profile rape case in New Delhi. The Uber driver, who had a previous record that included rape and molestation, was sentenced to life in prison. The incident sparked protests and caused authorities to temporarily ban Uber from the city for six weeks. That case and questions about how Uber handled it thrust the issue into the spotlight. Christensen's firm represents a proposed class action against Uber on behalf of nine plaintiffs, including the Miami woman, who said they were assaulted by Uber drivers. Uber is trying to compel the women to carry out their case through arbitration per its legal terms of service. When users sign up for Uber, they agree to its terms, which includes resolving any claim on an individual basis in arbitration. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, I love the arbitration clause. Christensen and the women are pushing back. In a letter to Uber's board, 14 women detailed their experiences and urged the company to remove its arbitration case. Did you know that there's a there's an arbitration case on the back of your contract when you buy a car? Oh, I bet there's on fucking everything, yeah. Did you know? Sure. <laughs> Just if you did, you did. If you don't, I, I don't, you don't fucking know, so I don't know. I know. Okay, so... When you were doing the lease on your car, mm-hmm. you were signing paperwork. Yeah. Did they flip the Did they flip the carbon over on your on your uh, not the RS on the uh, contract on the contract? No. And have you signed something on the back? I don't recall. You would remember if you had to. Did they inform you? I don't think I did. Did they inform you that if anything goes wrong and you end up suing, that is through arbitration? No. No. Did you know legally through California they have to inform you of that? And they have to make sure you understand it, right? Like Correct. when they you know when you're writing Miranda rights and shit. Correct. Yeah. When they are doing your contract, they have to tell you and I know I only know this because of the case that I'm going to tell you about in just a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to inform you unless they've already taken it off the books. Yeah. But this was as of a couple of years back. Um that any on the back of your contract, it says if you sue the company, blah blah blah, arbitration. Okay, that's basics. And if they don't inform you and they don't they they don't flip it over or whatever else, you can claim ignorance. Yeah, which is true because who reads the contract? And who videotape who records you while you're actually signing a contract? Most places do. Do they now? Yeah, they've been doing it for years. They because of because of fraud. They actually tell you if there's a camera. Okay, that that didn't happen either, either when uh, when I signed for mine. If he says that you were being recorded, no, no, I did. You sure about that? I am fucking one hundred percent positive. But you can't remember reading or you can't remember signing your contract. I can't remember that there was an arbitration clause, and I also remember don't I know for a fact that no one flipped over the contract like you said and fucking spelled it out for me, 
and said about arbitration all that shit. No, no one ever mentioned that shit. I would remember that because that would that would have been odd to me. Okay, most places, most uh, on the up and up, are recording everything that goes on in that room, and there are signs everywhere that says it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. When I bought my truck, my truck got repoed a while back. Yeah. Well, I called an attorney to find out if it was legal. Blah blah blah, and the attorney had called me back and said, "Hey, are you with are you, we?" We need a representative for this company. Well, not this company, against this company. Mm-hmm. And you're the only person that we can find. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. And they said, okay, well, we'll get back to you. And then he... <laughs> Ghost on your phone? Google Voice. <laughs> um, they are listening. Yes, they are. Because um, I had mentioned attorney, and it, and it pinged. Yeah. So this attorney says, uh, he calls me back and says, hey... Um, we may have we have a problem because the company is saying that you signed your contract, and on the back is this thing about arbitration. I said they never told me about arbitration, and he said, "Are you sure?" I said they never flipped over the contract. He said, regardless of whether there was arbitration on the back of that contract or not, and I signed it, they never flipped it over, and they never explained to me what was going on in arbitration. I know this because after I bought my car. Auto West came down and said, there are new rules, and you have to start telling people this. Yeah. And I can tell you the exact date, because it was when I bought my truck in 2006 of October. And he goes, really? I said, yeah, it happened after October. He goes, how do you know that? Because the person that sold me, I, I would ask him what was going on. He said, we have all these new rules. His name is Michael Chan. Blah, 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 long story short. Chisel. And, and he goes, are you sure about this? I said, yeah, you can go and ask him yourself. Yeah. Because... This guy is very into, I mean, he, he's, he's up to date on everything. And they did, and I won. So <laughs> that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I still lost my truck, but regardless. Um, when you have this stuff going on, when users sign up for Uber, they agree to its terms. If they don't read the terms and services, you can't agree to, to all the terms. It doesn't work that way. You can't have these blanket fucking lawyer statements anymore. Yeah. And, and hope that people will read through them or just click accept and, and move on. That's why I have a feeling that um, eventually down the road, Uber and Lyft are both going to have to um, take away that whole um, uh, outsourcing thing that they call their employees. That, you know, they don't call them employees. They call them independent contractors or whatever. Right. And they're going to have to bring on everyone as actual employees. Not if they can help it. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're just going to file it as a taxi status. And taxis are independent contractors. That's what they'll do. Hmm. Oh, if they start doing that medallion shit, they can kiss my ass. Well, you may have to have a medallion and a gold crown. No, I'm, I'm out. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that the rules, the rules have changed. Hmm. The rules have changed considerably, and especially when you have an app like Uber's app or Lyft's app or whoever else has decided to put an app out. Yeah. <laughs> where um, you have these uh, um, boilerplate. Lawyer terms, yeah. You know, you if you click agree, you accept all terms and conditions, and blah 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 blah. Yep. Well, I don't accept all your terms and conditions, but I'm clicking agree because I have to use the app because I don't have a vehicle or this or that or the other thing. Yeah. So it it kind of it kind of puts some people into uh you know between a rock and a hard spot. You know, it's it's forcing them to accept stuff that they shouldn't have to accept. Yep. Do you accept this? No. Okay, well, then you can't use this app. But they don't want to do that. It's like Walmart. Yep. They don't want to annoy all their customers, you know. They don't want to do the right thing. And that's the problem that these companies are having. They don't want to do the right thing. Yeah. And that's why they're they're going to end up that's why they fired the CEO. But Uber fired their CEO, I think it was Uber, for for assaulting uh, a driver anyways. Did you know that? I don't remember. There's always another Every week there's another article about Uber. How did you not know that Uber CEO? Wow. Well, there's there's that too. <laughs> yeah, I I never hear anything good about Uber, dude. I <laughs> I've given rides to um Uber drivers before and they the fuckers try to sign me onto their app so that they can get credit for it. And I'm just like, "No. No thanks." I've always seen Uber as this cold corporate entity that I just I don't want anything to do with. That's the vibe I was, I've always gotten from them. But I do hear you You usually make more money with them, but I, I just don't want to do them. I, All I want to do is just... Just have some fun? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. People don't pay attention to any of this shit. People don't pay attention to the articles and the and the um, 
and you know the the news uh, reports and stuff because um, they were saying, oh yeah, there's going to be more and more passengers that are going to start asking and confirming before they get into Ubers and Lyft, saying, you know, are you sure are you this guy? Are you is this your specific car? Blah blah blah. No one's ever fucking asked that of me. Everyone just it's just a simple thing. You Joe? Yep, I'm Joe. And then I'll say you so and so, and they say yep. I'll do like an address confirmation thing. So sometimes, a lot of times, I'll just say, because um, anyone could just say, "Yeah, I'm I'm fucking Steve" or whatever. So then I'll say, well, "What address are you going to?" And then I'll cover up my phone just to see what address they say, and then then they say the right one, and then we're good. Yeah, there was a Taco Bell exec, but I thought for sure it was like a Uber or Lyft exec. Yeah, some people should not be in the um, the service industry, especially uh, like when it comes to driving people around. When you have the safety of other human beings in your hands, um, you don't have any right to ask someone, um, can we go into your house? Can I turn the app off and go into your house? You know, or lock the doors when they're trying to get out and then put your hand on their knee, you know, say inappropriate things, uncomfortable things. You, You don't, that's not how you treat people. And, it's absolutely appalling to me. It pisses me off because, you know, I, I, I just, I still, it still blows my mind that there's people that do this shit. You know, I, I don't know why. I, I, I'm not surprised by it, but it still blows my mind because it's hard to wrap my head around because I don't think the way that these motherfuckers think. Not a lot of people do. Well, apparently, it was a Taco Bell executive. I thought it was a Lyft. I thought, I thought for sure I heard about that. We'll find it later. Um, by the way, I uh, just read this. Uh, Uber Lyft scrapped mandatory arbitration for sexual assault claims. And this was May of this year. So um, that article that we were reading from was from April. Yeah. So it was one month later. Um, Travis Kalanick is the Uber, was the Uber CEO. Um, just so that you're aware of what's going on. <coughs> There's a lot of problems with Uber. Um, Susan Fowler who is a former Uber engineer, uh, published a blog post that explains her recent departure. This is in February 2017. Accusing Uber of sexual harassment in response, Kalanick launched an urgent investigation into the accusations. Um, As he said, there can be absolutely no place for this kind of behavior. The company also hired former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder to investigate reports. And then... That same month, Senior Vice President of Engineering. Or short-term trading. Are you kidding Intraday, me? daily, or weekly. Open an account today. After his leadership was severely put into question, co-founder of Uber. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm, just a suggestion. Maybe the sound should just be turned down from now on when you're going to these sure. sites. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there. Uh, Senior Vice President of Engineering Amit Singhal was asked to resign from Uber after joining the company because he failed to disclose previous sexual harassment allegations against him at Google, where he worked as Vice President of Search before resigning in February of 2016. An internal investigation at Google found the harassment complaint to be credible, though Singhal denied the claims. Kalanick apologized and said it was, this was a day later, time for him to grow up after a video showed him arguing with an Uber driver who complained that pay rates for drivers had fallen and told Kalanick that people are not trusting you anymore. Kalanick, who was in the car as a passenger, responded, some people don't like to take responsibility for their own shit. They blame everything in their life on somebody else. Good luck. Uber President Jeff Jones quit after seven months. His announcement followed the departure of Ed Baker, who was Vice President of Product and Growth, and Charlie Miller, uh, Uber security researcher. It is now clear, however, that the beliefs and approach to leadership that have guided my career are inconsistent with what I saw and experienced at Uber, and I can no longer continue as president of the ride-sharing business. May of 2017, the Justice Department launched a criminal investigation into Uber's use of a secret software known as Grayball, which helped it to evade local law enforcement officials in places where the service was not yet approved. Uber's president of business in Asia-Pacific, Eric Alexander, was fired after journalists began asking about reports that he obtained the medical records of a woman who was raped by her Uber driver in India and showed the records to top executives, which is a HIPAA law violation. Recode published a 2013-wide email, company-wide email from Kalanick in which he set ground rules for using drugs and having sex with other employees during a company retreat in Miami. Uh, who cares? Um, I'm pretty sure that's funny as shit, though. Uber's board of directors voted unanimously to adopt all recommendations by uh, attorney Holder following his investigation in company culture. 
June 13th, Kalanick is on an indefinite leave of absence and is gone, but he's on the board. Um, on the same day, Uber board member Dave Bonderman resigned after making a sexist remark during a meeting announcing the result of Holder's investigation. Um, if we're going to work on Uber 2.0, I also need to work on Travis 2.0 to become the leader that this company needs and that you deserve. Um, I don't really care. I mean, he set himself up, and that's that. He kind of looks like he looks like a douchey Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Look at his fucking skin. Yeah, that's yellow in that picture. But uh, I don't find. It. I'm reading the letter. Here, here's the letter from the Uber team. <laughs> uh, dated October 25th, 2013. Hey guys, I wanted to get some important information out there. I put together Q and A that we can use when other folks ask us what we're doing here, and I have some do's and don'ts. <laughs> You better read this or I'll kick your ass. If I've missed anything <laughs> or you just have a random question, please reply to all. What is Uber doing here? Uber has recently rolled out its 50th global city. Um, we're celebrating this company milestone and have organized a local grassroots movement to help bring Uber to Miami. What does the Chinese symbol stand for? It translates to the number nine. It is a symbol that has internal meaning at Uber, but it is something we do not discuss externally. Uh, is this an internet bubble boondoggle? It's a, cert it's a celebration of a major milestone for the company, as well as a chance for us to hold a company-wide retreat and organize our efforts. I have a list of concerns uh, from the legal department. I have translated these concerns into a clear set of common-sense guidelines. Don't. No lives should begin or end at... Nine? Nine. We do not have a budget to bail anyone out of jail. Don't be that guy. Do not throw large kegs off of tall buildings. Please talk to Ryan McKillen and uh, almost bear it for specific insights into this topic. Do not have sex with another employee unless you have, A, asked permission from that person, <coughs> and they have responded with an emphatic yes, and B, two or more of you do not work in the same chain of command. That means Travis will be celibate on. <laughs> Drugs and narcotics will not be tolerated unless you have the appropriate medicinal licensing. There will be a $200 puke charge for any public displays on the Shore Club premises. Shore Club will be required to send pictures as proof. Do not talk to press. Send all press inquiries to Andrew. Additionally, stay vigilant about making sure people don't infiltrate our event. If, you, if and when you find yourself talking to a non-Uber, keep confidential stuff confidential. No rev figures, driver figures, tip fi trip figures. Don't talk about internal process. And don't... Talk about initiatives that have not been launched. Do have a great fucking time. This is a celebration. Do share good music. Go out of your way to meet as many people as, as you, your fellow Ubretos can, whatever that means. Ubretos, you know, Uber people. Who cares? Uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, Miami's transportation sucks ass. Uh, hashtag slang as many Miamians, drivers, influencers as you can pass, can as you can as passionately as you can and let them know why Uber will make this city greater than and better. Uh, every slang matters. Miami needs Uber. If someone asks to meet the CEO and founder of Uber, kindly introduce him to Max Crowley. Uh, My personal opinion, just on that, he sounds like a fucking a cool boss. He's got a sense of humor, likes to party. I, I, I don't... I Maybe the, you read something there. I didn't, but I... I don't have a problem with it. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing there. I read it on purpose because there's nothing there to indicate um, that... He is, he's a douche. You yeah. Know? Dude, sounds like he's just a fucking, he sounds like he's a party guy and he's a cool dude to work for. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, and it makes it sound, like I said, I mean, you have to have both sides of the story. So we're reading this from Fortune. You know, Recode published a 2013-wide email, company-wide email, in which he set ground rules for using drugs and having sex with other employees. Well, that's not, I mean, it didn't, it was ground rules for when we do the Miami retreat, don't be a douche. Yeah. Do not do not have sex with other people yeah. unless they give consent and make sure they're not in your chain of command if they do give consent. Yeah, and if you do drugs, they got to be medicinal drugs. Well, you have to have a license. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, you know, uh, other than that, don't throw kegs off a building. If you if you can't understand <laughs> this, go ask these two people because they've done that and got in trouble for it. The couches stay in the rooms. Right, so <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. And what it comes down to is, <laughs> I mean, it... it in in those terms, he's probably not a big douche. I mean, even though I say he looks like a douchey Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Um, you know, the allegations against Uber are what they are, mm -hmm. you know, and there's no walking away from that. There's nothing that he could do about it other than shell out the fucking cash yeah. and, and make the process better. 
That's what he, he well, he's not with the company. I mean, he's with the company, but he's not with the company. <laughs> he's just on the board. What the new CEO is going to have to do is step up and change the entire experience. Yeah. And and these these ads that they're running on TV, Joe just saw one. <coughs> these commercials that they're running on TV is not a first step. That doesn't change anything. That's lip service. Yeah. You don't change by showing a, a $10 million ad or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you change by doing the internal process c- properly. Yeah. So that's what it comes down to. And and Uber Uber needs to fess up and fix this problem. All right. And, yeah, make sure that when you use a Uber or Lyft or whatever else, uh, you uh, l- find and locate your exit buddy. Sure. So, yeah, I would say uh, as, a, as, a, as a driver um, – my best advice is to let people know where you're going to go if you're able to and tr- always try to have a friend with you, at least one friend, so that there's less of a chance of something uh, inappropriate happening. Carry a knife. <laughs> yes, but not a gun because uh, we don't know drunk fuckers misreading someone. <laughs> Shooting. <laughs> hey, man. You know what one of the most awkward things is? when Trying when to end this podcast? Yes. One of the, I knew you were going to say that. No, uh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I just had that feeling. Uh, it's when um, someone when it's two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning and it's dark outside, of course, and someone doesn't want to walk around your car to go on, you know, sit sit down. So instead, they just get in the seat behind you, and it's very uncomfortable for a moment because <laughs> it's like I don't know you, you don't know me. Why the fuck are you sitting right behind me? You know. That's happened more than once, and I diffuse the situation, of course, very quickly by you know, by being very, well, I don't know, funny, accommodating, whatever you want. But it's still, at the first moment though, it's still weird, especially if I'm in a bad area and I do it. It's just like, it just does not feel right at all. And if I was a female driver, I couldn't even fathom how scary that must seem. Because I've also, you know, before we end this, I've I've talked to um, female passengers that used to be drivers. And they, you know, they said it was, you know, very scary driving at night. You know, there's plenty of them that used to drive a day and night. Then they only started driving a day. Then they stopped driving altogether because there's always some dude that, that that's inappropriate. And some women can't handle it, you know. Um, so, you know, then there's women that, you know, are bartenders. And they can handle anything because they've heard it all. So none of that shit fucking, none of that shit shakes them. But, you know, not everyone's like that. Not everyone can handle, you know, perverts and weirdos. So, yeah, anyway, like I said, everyone stay safe out there. Um, Please pay attention, plan ahead, and hopefully that'll help uh, keep you safe. So, all right? We good? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye.